the other things, right? You do the little things, like you said, those extras, right? That helps. And then, and then I do certain things like I got hockey pucks. I think I sent you one, sent out uh, some hockey pucks or hand them out because how many other insurance agents are giving out hockey pucks? And I would say zero. And then how many insurance agents have podcasts? It's very few and far between, but they are definitely out there and they're leaders in the industry. So I encourage people to listen to them as well. And I think a lot of that helps come together and create super fans. But I am the world's biggest super fan. You're like a super fan. Welcome to the Business Superfans Podcast. We will discuss how establishing business superfans from customers, employees, and business partners can elevate your success exponentially. Learn why these advocates are a key factor to achieving excellence in the world of commerce. We discuss the invaluable insights of business owners who have successfully implemented the strategies in the book to build their own team of devoted superfans. Gain insightful knowledge from the experts who create applications to help you create passionate superfans. This is the Business Superfans Podcast with your host, Freddie D. Have you encountered language barriers with non-English speaking clients? Are language communication challenges hindering your business opportunities? For top-notch language services, choose A Foreign Language Service. They facilitate communications in over 400 languages, enhancing your offerings and driving success. As Arizona's premier language provider for over 30 years, they offer elite interpreting and translation services, including American Sign Language, nationwide. With a focus on excellence, they provide 24-7 telephonic and video interpreting with a live interpreter in under 60 seconds. Request telephonic, video, or in-person interpreting. They also offer translation for documents, courseware, software, and websites, as well as audio transcription and voiceovers. Trust in their expertise for effective language communication solutions for your business needs. Get in touch today at 844-813-4242 or explore their services at 400-400-languages.com. The other things, right, you do the little things, like you said, those extras, right, that helps. And then you know, and then I do certain things, like I got hockey pucks. I think I sent you one, sent out right. uh, some hockey pucks or hand them out because how many other insurance agents are giving out hockey pucks? Right? And so I would say zero. And then how many insurance agents have podcasts? It's very few and far between, but they are definitely out there and they're leaders in the industry. So I encourage people to listen to them as well. And so I think a lot of that, helps come together and create super fans. Have you ever faced the challenges of a language barrier with non-English speaking clients? You need the expertise of my friends at A Foreign Language Service, known as the 400 language people. They bridge the communication gap, empowering you to connect in over 400 languages and enhance your services and your ability to achieve greater success. For over 29 years, the Foreign Language Service has been Arizona's top language interpreting and translation agency. They offer high-quality interpreting and translation services in over 400 languages, including American Sign Language, ASL, nationwide. With a strong commitment to quality, they have become a trusted provider in the industry. They provide a wide range of services, including on-demand, 24-7 telephonic and video interpreting. Connect with the live interpreter in just about 60 seconds. Pre-scheduled telephonic and video interpreting. On-site in-person interpreting 
document and courseware translation, software and website translation, transcription, and voiceovers. Their offerings cater to diverse language needs, ensuring efficient communication and accurate translations for your business. For all your language communication needs, trust A Foreign Language Service to help you communicate effectively. Reach out to them today at 844-813-4242 or visit their website at 400, that's 400languages.com. Clients have described Butch Zamar as the leading employee benefits consultant, strategic, innovative, and committed when it comes to aiding businesses in strengthening their employee benefits offerings while decreasing health insurance costs. An accomplished writer and engaging speaker, often called upon for his vast knowledge in the health insurance marketplace, Zamar recently launched his first podcast, The Zamar Podcast, which focuses on business-related topics for small and mid-sized business owners as well as insurance options. The podcast is available on both Amazon and Apple. As an authority on healthcare reform, Zamar provides a stringent focus on determining the benefits insurance needs of employees, small and large employee benefits programs, and healthcare reform. A true resource and advisor to CFOs, controllers, and human resources. Zamar has also developed the Elite Benefits Formula, a process that all businesses should go through to get ahead of the healthcare curve. Welcome to the Business Superfan Podcast. Our guest today is Butch Zamar with Elite Benefits. Welcome, Butch. Hey, thanks, Freddie D. So how'd you get the started into insurance? I always say it was always by accident. I was young in my early 20s, and I worked in the scuba industry full-time and working for a small business owner, and it wasn't getting anywhere. And so I was looking for an outside sales position and end up finding a place that was an outside sales for, and they call captive. We can only sell one product line for health insurance for solopreneurs and small business owners. And I'm like, sure. They throw a big picture on the board saying how much money you can make. And of course, my first year out, I made a fraction of that, like not even close. And I probably should have quit in the first year, but I'm into my 19th year. I'll be 20 years next year. And I think we're headed in the right path. Wow. Almost 20 years doing stuff. That's amazing. What do you think that differentiates you in, in lasting 20 years? Because not a lot of insurance people last that long. So you're doing something different than the other people. And what can you share that's sustained you for all this time? Uh, perseverance probably and meeting guys like you and coffee shops along the way, because good people hang out in the right spots. But I would say it's always the good guy never finishes early. It's always last. And so I think there's a lot of integrity that I bring to the game. Just a lot of my peers do too. But I think the biggest turn, turning point is really is just that trying to do the best job for the clients, just like any other professional would, right? And and that's created dividends. So like for one prime example, right before our recording here. So I have a guy text messaging from his accountant's office because there was a health-related tax situation. And I had 10 minutes before I got on the phone with you or got on the, the Zoom call here. And so I called him and said, hey, I got, I'm a guest this time. I, I, I got to hurry this up, but I want to make sure you get your answer. And so he said, well, I'm just going to hand the phone over. So I ended up talking to the tax guy literally three minutes and we, and he got all the information he needed. 
and they were done. How many people really would, uh, and I was just a coincidence I was available, but little things like that. And that guy will never, he's been with me probably almost to the 20 years and he'll never go anywhere else. And I think yeah, he's a super creates, fan of yours. He's, he's a, a super he's a, fan. I was just gonna uh, put that plug in there, right? Like you create super fans along the way. And right. those are the ones that stick around forever. And there, there was years ago, I remember I, I showed up for a meeting. We never even got the meeting off the ground, but he's, I'm in a pinch. He's like, can you take one of my guys over to my other shop? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm already here. So I drive him to the other shop and the guy's still with me even to this day. And it's, that one's probably 20 years too. And, and he still brings up that story that he was in a jam and I happened to show up and it was in Southern Illinois too, on top of it, farmland and just good people down there. But so anyhow, yeah, like you do the little things to keep, I would say the right things, right? And so we just keep plugging along with having the right thing of customers first to get them what we can. And Healthcare is definitely a hard thing, especially in employee benefit space, right? There's always this ever-changing model. And then you go out to see a business owner and you're like, hey, the renewal is 20%. Like you can imagine the look in their eye and they're like, holy smokes, I got to meet payroll next week. And you just told me I got a 20% increase on health insurance for the entire employee base. So providing solutions to save money money talks. And so in other situations that create loyalty and uh, longevity, one example is a construction outfit, small five employees on the plan, and we end up saving them $30,000 over two years. I got a hot, I got Hawks tickets out of that one, but, and he was a guy, he can't, it was the two of us and we went with a couple other people and, and it, it was a fun time, but, and obviously he still kept most of the savings. The Hawks tickets weren't that much, especially with the losing season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, yeah, you became, so I mean, you just you became a super fan because of the fact that you took the time to come up with some clever ways to save mm -hmm. him money and put money back in his pocket versus mm -hmm. just here it is. And sorry, it is what mm -hmm. it is. And there's nothing I can do. So yeah. that that that's what builds that customer loyalty and retention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's just, just a few snapshots of why it's worked so far. We've had our ups and downs, but just, I always joke with people, especially because health insurance is perceived as a commodity and it's really not. So then therefore you just go with the more charming personality guy. And so that's who I always say that's me. Right. And so at least I hope it's me. <laughs> so how important is it to develop relationships with the customers and what are some of the things that you do different than other agents? That's a great um, question because it's a relationship business and a lot of insurance, other insurance agents will try to get on the good side of things. And that works, right? Like you you find out when their kids' birthdays are and you, know, you find out what their passion is, whether it's scuba or if it's golf, and then you can build relationships. And that's great. And that's worked over the years, right? For many of us, right? And and I, I still use ideas to try to figure out how to, why people tick, but also just to find out what's important to them. And so it could be a little as finding out what they did in college. And then all of a sudden you're reading a Wall Street Journal and that article was related to something they said related to what they did in college. So you send it to them, right? And especially more so by mail because nobody's sending anything. And so it's probably those little touches that make a little bit of difference to build that relationship, right? Because you now I always say insurance isn't sexy, right? You, you could put lipstick on a pig and put high heels on it. It doesn't change anything, right? And so and right. most people are not jumping on my podcast or my book or, or my website and saying, I want to learn as much as I can about health insurance. They're not doing it, right? And so you have to find just another clever niche to get in the door. And sometimes it could just be just the little things, right? And 
and you just have to work with the people and, and get to know them. And, and sometimes that takes a long time. And because they're closed door, they think we're a commodity and the next guy, somebody wants their business, right? There's enough there, right? And there's some accounts that could you can be making a hundred grand a year off of and the next guy wants it just as bad as you. And so what's that extra edge going to be? And, and, and I think most business owners, especially listen to your podcast, we try to do that. Some say it's over and beyond, but Sometimes it's just being genuine and human, right? Like small town personality friendships. Just well, it's, all, because... it's all about relationships. People yep. buy from people that they like and trust. Mm -hmm. And that's, like you say, that's very important is going above and beyond. And that's one of the chapters in the book is really is doing the unexpected extras, what I call it, mm -hmm. uh, which is something that you do that the person wasn't expecting. And it, mm -hmm. it just sets you apart from everybody else. 100%. Butch, what kind of things that you do to get your customers to be basically referral sources for your, what I would call business super fans that are out there promoting and giving mm -hmm. you referrals. Mm -hmm. A lot of it could be just a from an industry perspective to take the time to actually explain things. I'm sure other people are like this too, where I have a knack in some ways to dumb it down, right? Insurance can be really complex, right? And I think that in and itself makes it referable because I can relate and speak at the level that they understand by not being in the industry. And I think that's cool. And then the other things, right? You do the little things, like you said, those extras, right? That helps. And then, you, and then I do certain things like I got hockey pucks. I think I sent you one, sent out right. uh, some hockey pucks or hand them out because how many other insurance agents are giving out hockey pucks? Right? And I would say zero. And then how many insurance agents have podcasts? It's very few and far between, but they are definitely out there and they're leaders in the industry. So I encourage people to listen to them as well. And I think a lot of that helps come together and create fa super fans and and they become you become referable at that point, right? And, and in some cases, just by doing the right thing and then sharing that knowledge, right? And and one one example is years ago when the Affordable Care Act pa was passed, I wrote a book on it, but a, a reader digest version, so it's very simple. And there, even to this day, I still get referrals and said they'll they'll call me and said, "Hey, so and so said to call you because you wrote the book on the Affordable Care Act," and it's instant That's super true. fan. Yeah. Right. And you're, so you're, you're an expert, you're a knowledgeable person, and you're sharing your knowledge to help educate other people so they can mm -hmm. make educated decisions with regards to their insurance requirements. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a differentiator right in itself. For sure. What strategies do you use to ensure customers stay with you a long time? You mentioned a couple of them that have been with you for 20 some years. Mm -hmm. What are the things that, that makes that difference? That's a great question because there's so many different tactics that people recommend, and I certainly not one to figure it out. But there's things that we've, I've personally have tried to do as even as we grew, because we grew and there were certain things I used to do, and then I ran out of time and capacity, and I can't do the same things. So you have to do enough to keep moving and definitely stay in touch, right? There and we before we started recording this. We were talking about ways and strategies to stay in touch and, and podcasts and articles and publications are just one form of that, let alone like just quick note just to say, hey, I, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're doing fine. And if there's anything you need, just call. And even at that, there's people I say, it doesn't have to be about health insurance. You need a plumber. You need a doctor. Yeah. You need a lawyer. Right. Call me. Right. I owe I'm connecting so many ways that maybe I don't have a resource, but I got somebody that does. And so. That, that's definitely paid dividends to, to, to keep longevity. And then obviously it's the constant touch, right? And so we have a team that 
that works on a, we have internal processes to help stay in front of them, get in front of them, especially when renewals are coming in. And we were working on January 1st stuff in the last 60 days and people were still on vacation, right? And we're ahead of the spectrum. And I think people appreciate that instead of waiting to the last second. And and everybody's a little bit different on touch points, right? So there's certain people that want to wait a little later and there's certain ones that want the phone call. They don't want the email. So it just depends on, and you learn those personalities as time goes on. And sometimes, and you were from Chicago at some point, I know you're originally from Michigan, but sometimes you just have to get into that conversation with a client to figure it out. And a lot of South side of Chicago, they're just going to tell you the way it is, right? And sometimes that'll point you in the right direction to know how to work with them. And so there's some clients that like some of my staff won't call them. I have to call them because of the personality. And that's that's fine because I understand their personality. And once we get on the same page with that personality and how they want to do business, everything flows easier. And I think a lot of times in business transactions, sometimes we're so worried about the transaction, we never get beyond that. It goes back to the relationship. And then eventually, once you get on that side of the fence and get on that side of the desk, then you become, you start making super fans. Yeah, it's relationships is everything. And, and you bring up an interesting point that I don't think a lot of people really take into consideration is the different personality types and being able to adjust and that's the key word, adjust your personality to the other person's personality type. If you've got someone that's what I would call a driver personality, and you're the opposite, you're an amiable personality, and you're not going to get along. It's just not going to happen. So mm-hmm. you've got, and, and you're the, the amiable person, as an example, or you might be an analytical person, or you might be an expressive person. You've got to sure. make, you got to make tweaks that relationship Mm -hmm. to work because otherwise Mm -hmm. you're talking but neither one of you are listening sure absolutely and i and you make good points one one thing i try to do is let them lead right and then they're leading the horse and then i just follow right and i just adapt as we go along because the reality is it's not about me and it's not about the product it's not about the commissions it's not about the people i i serve it's about the person that needs the product itself right and 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 we have to meet them where they're at and we're some business we and you work with business owners too they're business owners at a certain point that you're you could see things because you've been there you've been around it but you can't tell them yet because they're not there yet so you have to meet them where they're at and then there's other businesses that are at a different level or person people that are at different levels and you have to meet them where they're at and so it, it it's just a matter of adjusting and getting to know and seeing that right and making the and it comes with experience. You've been in business a long time, right? And so you've seen a lot of personalities, all walks of life, and and I think that helps build a little you know culture that comes into the workplace that these businesses are working with, and not only me, but like I'm buying from them, right? And as long as the everybody's coming together and meeting where they're at, I think it, it's a win, right. So what do you do with with your team? How do you get them motivated and how do you get them to become super fans of elite benefits and promoting the the organization to the the circle of people that they know? Mhm. I'm indebted to the staff for sure. And I I hired in some ways. We had some learning curves and a couple of people are gone, but they're I've been lucky for the staff that's there and I think it's that pay it for, forward mentality and we don't try to create conflict, resolve it. Like I always say, we're in a square peg round hole industry. And they, I think just by keeping everything positive and outcomes, and then obviously the team meetings and keeping communication going and then praise and give them credit where credit's due, like I'm doing right now. But I, I there's so much that they do independently that 
I, I couldn't do on my own either. And so I think that gives them the wisdom and the power to keep pushing along and having pride in what they do. And, and that comes obviously from the company itself. And I think that obviously resonates with the people that they communicate with. And I get the feedback from the clients too, where I get on the phone and they're like, oh, I talked to someone, they were wonderful. Like, how'd you find her? And then she actually found me. I, I couldn't tell you, like, I'm not going to take any credit for that. But so I think that's probably what it comes down to is just having that environment, right? And I think paying it forwards all the time and defending your staff when certain situations come up, even when the mistakes are there. And that way you make them feel like you're they're being supported. And then obviously let them lead a little bit so they can take a little ownership in things. And I think that's helped throughout the years too. Oh, absolutely. One of my quotes in a book is that people will crawl through broken glass for appreciation and recognition. Well, that's what you're doing is you're appreciating them and you're recognizing them. And that makes a big, huge difference in, in their mindset. Because at the end of the day, just like you said, they're the front line. So that particular yeah. customer that talks to them, they're representing the business. So if they don't feel appreciated and they've not been recognized, their whole tonality is going to be different. Their whole demeanor is going to be different. And that outcome is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. You nailed it uh, right there. So yeah, I think we're on the same page. And I think you you build a team that resonates with your core values. I think it pays right. dividends as time goes on. Right. So what about complementary businesses? How do you work with complementary businesses and get them to become referral sources and your referral sources to them and get them to become uh, super fans of your business? And that's a great question because when I'm trying to think of all the center of influences that we that we work with for referrals, like a lot of them are different. And I think the biggest thing is the knowledge behind it. First off, in my industry, I always say that health insurance is a niche product, right? So the average insurance agent is not selling health insurance, right? Just It's just the way it goes. So you have a niche product to begin with. And then on top of that, breaking it down so that people don't feel dumb when you talk to them and making it easy. And I think that's what people, and trying to make sense of of the non-affordable of the affordable side of things, right? And so because premiums are expensive. And so I think it's just helping them and then being a resource, right? I gave the example that it was a client that called and they were at the tax office. There's a lot of times it's reversed and the tax person calls me and the person on the other side of the desk is not a client of mine, but they're running it past me. And I'm not, I'm not billing for that time, right? They're spending 10 minutes on the phone with me trying to figure out a situation for their client and that adds value for them. It could be a financial advisor that's dealing with a business and they have a situation that occurs and they ask me to come out on a visit to the company to go through things. And I walk away and I always joke that said, if you feel guilty, let's go grab lunch, right? Like it's not a big deal. And I think that builds the credibility as long as I always say, look, just don't waste my time and I'll be there for you, right? Just if there's genuine questions, genuine interest, and you need to solve a problem for a client, I'll make you look like a rock star. And that's cool with me. I just want the business that come that we can get out of it at some point. And it usually comes, right? It's like the farmer, right? You just keep farming, farming, you're going to have dead crops, right? You really right. do. You're going to have bad seasons, but eventually it just starts coming along over a period of time. And the same thing with these referral sources where it takes a long time. Everybody knows an insurance agent, right? And there's perceptions that come involved where some are better than others, but, but eventually when you start building that reputation with that person and you become available when the, to meet them where they're at, then right. I think that becomes very credible over time. And then you become a referral source for them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Can you share a quick story of, of a situation where you help somebody with a challenge with regarding insurance and how you were able to get that addressed and, and turn it around into a positive? And that's, it's a mixed answer because there's so many different scenarios. Money is the biggest portion of it, right? So you talk to any business owner, any CFO, any employer in America, and it's the top three line items of an expense sheet, right? And so a guy like me that comes in with an innovative idea that doesn't jeopardize coverage, doesn't jeopardize provider access, but we're able to drop the price. Now they're interested, right? And then you become the hero. But one example is somebody had called and they were connected with another client of mine by family relations. And they were trying, they just said, can you just give us what they got? Because their premiums are lower than ours. And while we can't do that, they're two separate companies, there's no ownership. And I'm like, how about if I just come out and just talk you through some ideas? And so that's what I did. We talked through some ideas and we stayed with the exact same carrier. We added a couple of plans. We moved things around. I call them plan designs. We changed some of the plan designs that actually worked in the favor of the employees in the local environment where they were at. And it happened coincidentally save 25% off the, the premiums, right? And all I did was spend two hours in a car and maybe an hour with them and talked about some of these strategies. And in the first year, this guy saved, I think it was like $28,000 just in the first year we were with him. Wow. And so fast forward two years, now there's trust, there's credibility because now we have a good relationship because I saved them money. Employees were happy, right? And, and it wasn't like, a, it didn't blow up in their face. So we came out with another idea. And so they were a little bit hesitant because now there's more changes that occur, but we actually decreased the out-of-pocket expenses in this particular case. We actually gave them a slightly larger national network. So they may not need it because they're more local, but if they needed to go to a cancer clinic outside the state of Illinois, for example, they would have easier access to get there. And then on top of that, we brought their premium back down $50,000 a year. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. And so, that oh, a it's a fan. Oh, he, yeah, but he gives me ha uh, hell all the time. But he always actually brings up the podcast all the time because you're going to quit the day job and go do this podcast thing for real. And you no, know, it's costing me money. And But then it could be on the flip side where there are certain situations that come up where they have an employee that needs to get access to a certain facility. And, and, and there was this one particular client. We did switch carriers because there was a concern, even though there's HIPAA regulations, but the employee was willing to share the information because they needed to get access to a facility to get treatment. And so we end up switching insurance companies. It actually cost them a little bit more. It was very marginal, but we end up helping that employee extend their life just because they were able to get access to that facility, right? So the money was not the most important thing in that situation, but they were trying to help out one employee that was running into problems with now provider network situations. And so... That creates super fans too. Like, um, even though it's not a monetary, it definitely gives a peace of mind. And in other situations, we've put together programs where not only the health insurance may remain the same, but if we could get them access to higher quality facilities, and in some cases, we've actually eliminated the employees out of pocket. If you think about it, that your employee gets diagnosed with a condition or has a heart attack and you need to go to a heart clinic or you need to go to a cancer clinic. But if you go to some of the higher ratings facilities in America, your cost is zero to go there. The employee pays nothing out of pocket, right? And so those are the things that, that we work on on a regular basis to try to reverse that trend, right? And create super fans, right? And all we're trying to do is the right thing, right? And then commissions is always a big thing in our industry too. And 
for years, it's always been hidden, right? And so at some point, we have to disclose our commissions for what we get paid. And a lot of times these brokers, employers find out that they're way overpaid for what the work they do. And I'm only bringing that up because there's loyalty in our industry and in every industry, right? So there's employers that will never leave their broker or individual or solopreneurs that never will, but they never know how much they're getting paid and what they're getting for it. And is there a better deal out there? And so a lot of times when we make these big moves and we save the employer money, we actually make less money. But we're, it's not about us. It's about trying to provide, make super fans. Right. That's, at the end of the day, that's what it is because you don't have super fans. You don't have anybody that's a, basically it's a brand advocate. I just call them business super fans that mm-hmm. are out there promoting and, and giving mm-hmm. you the reviews because in today's world, reviews is the new word of mouth. Yep. So that's those things that are really important. Absolutely. So Butch, how can people find you? LinkedIn's probably the best. I try to share on a regular basis on there. We put our podcast up there and maybe little snippets from the podcast, as well as articles and other publications that we try to share and broaden the network of Centers Influence Superfans to try to provide information for LinkedIn's probably the best. I'm the only Butch Zemar in the whole wide world, so you're not going to misfind me. And Zemar in general is not that common, except for there is an insurance agent in Michigan, believe it or not, with the last name is Zemar. But, and I've actually had a couple of conversations with them, but the website for the company is elitebenefits.net. And then for any of your listeners and super fans that you have, you can get access to some of these things that we had talked about on here for free. If you go to elitebenefits.net forward slash playbook, and then you can download your own, own playbook. And then you could actually see some of the concepts that we had talked about here on this podcast. And okay. it won't cost you anything. Okay. And is there anything that you're offering to our listeners? Yeah, the, you can download the free book. Those solopreneurs that that buy their own health insurance, you could contact me on LinkedIn and say you heard heard our podcast on the Superfan podcast, and then I'll send a, a quick ebook on how uh, to guide them through purchasing their own health insurance, whether they're working with me or not. They could have that for free, and along with employers, can get access to that playbook. Okay, excellent. We can't discount products on our side. So oh, we just give away yeah. the content for free. And second opinions are always good too. And because at least the, the current guys in check. Cool. Butch, it was great to having you on the Business Superfan podcast show. And I hope you had a great time. And we look yep. forward to having you again in the near future. Uh, absolutely, Freddie. It's always good to catch up with you and chat with you. All right. Thank you. We hope you took away some useful knowledge from today's episode of the Business Superfans Podcast. The path to success relies on taking action. So go over to businesssuperfans.com and get your hands on the book if you haven't already. Join the Accelerator community and take that first step in generating a team of passionate supporters for your business. Join us on the next episode as we continue guiding you on your journey to achieve flourishing success in business. Thanks for tuning in to today's Business Superfans podcast. If you found value in our dive into creating superfans for lasting success, show some love. Hit like and subscribe for future episodes and share with your network to spread the insights. We'd appreciate if you would write us a review as it helps our show. Your support is everything and fuels more content to boost your business. Till next time, keep rocking, superfans, superstars. 
We hope you took away some useful knowledge from today's episode of the Business Superfans Podcast. The path to success relies on taking action. So go over to businesssuperfans.com and get your hands on the book if you haven't already. Join the Accelerator community and take that first step in generating a team of passionate supporters for your business. Join us on the next episode as we continue guiding you on your journey to achieve flourishing success in business.